The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In the Western world, we have the highest divorce rates of any country. 60% of men and 50% of women are sleeping with someone other than their spouse. What does this mean? Welcome to Contract for Love with your host, Lori J. You'll learn to look at marriage a whole different way, or even not at all. Now, here is Lori J. Good afternoon, Lori J. here with you on Voice America, and we are talking Contract for Love. A show that I hope will bring out you, the listeners, to call us at 866-472-5795 because we are talking about anything and everything that has to do with love, relationships, divorce, cheating, all of it. Come talk to us because my co-host, George E. from GE Investigations in both Scottsdale, Phoenix, maybe all of Arizona, I believe, and California. Uh, They are the best. So we want you to give us a call because we have lots of things that we can discuss with you and help you with anything that's in relationships and love. George, hi. Hey, how you doing? We are fine. We are. We are all fine here. Thanks for having me back. Oh, you're so welcome. Well, I hope you're back every week to be my co-host because I certainly adore having you in the studio with us. And so I have a question for you about love and actually more about how things go awry. We know that we, because we have been talking uh, about how relationships just really go wrong. And, of course, we also talked about how communication is so important in relationships. But when communication breaks down and one of the two decide to be deceitful and might be cheating, what signs should somebody look for in that relationship? Well, you know, the, the lack of talking is, is always the first sign. Uh, if you can't talk to each other, if you can't discuss things with each other, or at least argue about something, that's the that's the kiss of death. Um, I've often seen, and I would say almost 99% of the time, uh, when I'm watching people or you're involved in their in their life in this sense, when they don't talk, there's always infidelity because they don't care enough to even argue. That's it. You know, that's so true because they You just, care about somebody, you're going to you fight can, more yeah. than you do with anybody else. You really want to find out what's going on with that person. Oh, yeah. And when you do that, you can get to the bottom of some, some things that need to be talked about anyway. And in your experience, um, now I just want to make sure everybody knows that you have got a, a great amount of experience. You've been in a 
private detective for with the New York Police Department. You also with in Miami. Well, I was a criminal investigator out of the Bronx Supreme Courthouse. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you. We've I've worked with agencies in the sense of in conjunction to uh, to an investigation. Okay. Um, but again, we do cases all around the country as well as the world. So. Oh, that's fantastic. That's why I love you here. Cultures change from place to place, too. What's acceptable in one place is not acceptable in another. Mm-hmm. So, what, really? Yep. Really? Oh, really. okay. Tell me about at least one. Well, let's say, for example, uh, well, let's look at porn. Okay. Oh, I know. love, okay. Okay. Well, there is yeah. an example. In America, porn is acceptable. Yes, it is. If you did it and you're watching it, nobody really cares that much. I mean, an, in, an individual would be upset if it involves their relationship. But if they were to find out that their, you know, that their friend or somebody's watching, well, nobody cares. Unless it's like weird porn. Well, yeah. Well, like we talked about last week, the sheep thing really right. blew me away. Yeah, exactly. I don't like the sheep thing at all. Again, there's no. a reason there's a law. Uh, yeah, okay. But, you know, why should you care if your partner is watching porn? Well, I mean, that's a personal choice. Uh, if you asked me my opinion, I mean, the idea of watching porn in, in itself is not a bad thing. I don't really care if, if somebody watches porn or not, if it mm-hmm. involves children, obviously. Yeah, so, to, no, to that's, that's a no-no. That's a no-no to me. But that's yet you will thing. go to other countries where it is not a problem. Really? They sell their children every day and nobody even cares. Oh, well, that's true. The government I, looks yeah. the other way. I mean, oh, there's all right. kinds of stuff. The cultures will vary from place to place. Yeah. Uh, the same thing with how you treat your spouse. Uh, you have Here is unacceptable for you to, to, to let say, manhandle somebody. Mm-hmm. But yet in other cultures, it's fully accepted. Matter of fact, if, if your wife was even seen outside talking to somebody, I mean, you could basically beat her to death. Well, I know that that's happened a lot because I've done some paintings on on those issues myself because I've been so distraught over what's happened to women um, in those kinds of situations. Women have been raped and then uh, her family persecuted because she was raped. Right. And the people who raped her were totally free to go. Well, ultimately, the shame falls on the victim, which is ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. You know, but then you have other cultures where it's even worse. But the idea of this, mm-hmm. you know, back to what you had said, because I, mm-hmm. again, I have a tendency of, of wandering sometimes. Well, I like that wander. <laughs> um, what will end up happening is uh, the idea that you have these standards will vary from place mm-hmm. to place. So if you have an individual, I mean, even even the region of the United States that you grew up or the region of the world where, where you happen to be, you'll have a different idea. Uh, the French, for example, are, have the idea that they're supposed to be such, you know, great lovers and they're supposed to be so romantic. Untrue. I, Untrue. Okay, I'll go along with that because I happen to know the Italians are. Well, see, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disagree The Italian women, not the Italian men. Well, you got to understand something. I'm sorry, the Italian the, women are wonderful lovers. Okay. Oh, <laughs> well, okay. I, I, will, I, will, I will agree with that. But I can say the same thing about Asian women. Well, absolutely. As well as Russian and, and, uh, and Polish women. Well, there you go. Very passionate. Very, very passionate. Wonderful. Curl your toes. Curl your toes. Well, Italian women are still at the top of the list. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just in case you haven't guessed out there, listeners, I'm full-blooded Italian, so I'm going to be, I'm going to say we're top the list. Absolutely. They are very, very romantic. Yeah. Yeah, we are. So, you know, when it comes to the cheating and deceitfulness 
And we we always talk, well, not always, but we have talked about the fact that women right now are sort of leading the pack and cheating in cheating re- in their relationships. And, you know, considering all the people that you've come across in your line of work, and you've had a lot of people call you naturally for this kind of thing where go and find my spouse or my lover and find out where in the heck they are and what they're doing. Um, when it comes to women, are they any different than what – are women coming from a different point than a man is or is it the same thing? Definitely. Uh, men, usually when they're having uh, the relationship, it's for one of two reasons. And again, this, this is just a, a generalization. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's either because they feel um, – unappreciated, Mm -hmm. uh, and therefore they're doing something for themselves, which again comes back to selfishness, or they're doing it because the other person has completely ignored them, Mm -hmm. which again comes back to some kind of a a lack of need uh, in their life or appreciation, and then again it goes there. Hmm. Now, those two effects in themselves are the same thing. The other side of the coin of the same, because again, there's always two sides, is they have the money or they have the power, and then they feel that they can do whatever they want, has nothing to do with selfishness, has to do with what they deserve. Ah. So, okay, so women deserve. M- now, me- no. Consider power. Power. Well, no, no. Men no, or women men are doesn't in power. matter. Okay. Men, men or women doesn't matter. The okay. idea of what they do is based on those two ideas. Well, Either you feel you're unappreciated or yeah. you feel you have the right. You have the right. Yeah. Well, you know, that has been my my thing that I keep, you know, that I, I'll say right out is the fact that you give um, most men and women too now, but now, but be previously. Well, it's only because they're give, in the workforce. Well, n- not only that, but you give any man a lot of power and a lot of money. And the wife, the kids sometimes go down the drain to the fact that, well, here I'm paying you off and I'm just going to go and do my thing now because I can have anybody I want. And it is a power thing. I mean, and people are learning this. Look at the, look at uh, the movies and theaters and celebrities and things, they get all this power and what happens? This affair, that affair, all that stuff going on. I am not judging that because you know I don't believe in marriage anyway. So, well, I'll but judge you. I do, but I do believe that if you want a monogamous relationship and you agree to that, then that's something you should follow through on. But, you know... What's going on? Well, I mean, again, we, we've discussed this uh, privately, and I mean, uh, you understand that. I mean, if, if two people have their relationship, and their relationship is, is based on being open, mm-hmm. they're going to do whatever they want to do. Then we're not talking about them. Right. We're, we're talking talk- about, yeah. We're talking about the ones where there's a victim in this in the situation only because either they're being lied to straight mm-hmm. out, or mm-hmm. they have not been told the truth. Mm-hmm. And that's the point we're covering here. It, it's that person has a right to make a choice and say, look, I'm going to put up with this or I'm not. So when it comes to this, as you mentioned with power, money and power corrupts greatly. Yes, it does. Yes, so if it you does. feel you can do what you want to do, you don't feel the rules apply to you. No, and that's what goes on not only in love affairs and marriage and everything else. It goes on in business. Political, it goes on in the political business, realm. Money, yes, everything. Everything. If you've got if you've got if you're given power and money together, it become it is the major corruptions. Look, and everybody's heard of the casting couch. Yes, absolutely yes. 
There's a reason. Yes, and it's still going on. Oh, yeah. It's still going on. I, I know a lot of people say, oh, it's not going No, well, yeah, it is. There's just as many men being abused today as women. Well, yeah, because the women in power are starting to feel that same oh, it's, sensation. And it's, it's a huge role reversal. Oh, but again, yeah. the crime is the same or the action is the same. Well, yeah, because it's done out of that power and control, and it isn't done from... Acting you know, under color of authority is the worst. Oh, uh, yeah. I like that. Well, you're looking at this person as being your mentor, as being your, you know, a person who's there to help you or to guide mm-hmm. you, and all of a sudden, it's like a teacher having sex with a student. Mm-hmm. To me, that's that's corruption. I understand it's allowed here, but I think it's wrong. There was a case not it's too allowed long ago. allowed here? Oh, yes. It's allowed, what do you mean here, in the United States? College professor is having an affair with his student. Oh, well, she could be an adult, though, considering Well, she was 16 when they first met. Oh, the affair was going okay. on for years. Eventually, she committed suicide. That's, why, that's why it came to light. The situation is the university didn't have a policy in place, so they just allowed it to happen. My, my opinion on this is the fact that if somebody has authority, for example, a teacher, why is this teacher allowed to have sex with their student? You shouldn't be able to. Exactly. Um, now why is the standard different for a college profession than it is for an elementary school? Well, it's, uh, well, because they're thinking that by that time, everybody should have enough sense. They know right and wrong. But it doesn't change or, the role of the teacher. Well, no, but the but the person, whether it's a female teacher or a male teacher, okay, you know, because I want to make sure that we have the genders that we're not picking on either one, because the well, that's why women, I'm saying the title yes, as opposed yes. to the position. And there's a lot of women who go after their teachers; they go after them. Well, could be for several reasons. Uh, uh, absolutely, one is want for the grades. grades, and the other could just money. be because money and or they really admire them, and they get a little, you know, their emotions get out of whack. Whatever. Well, if they're attracted, they're attracted. But it's up to somebody in how this would you to know, say now. But where's the chemistry for the attraction? I'll give you an example. If I'm sitting out someplace okay. and some girl gives me the eye, yeah, the first thing I do is I look over my shoulder. Why? Because I'm not so self-absorbed that I think that she's so in love with me because I'm sitting there. <laughs> it's not that I'm not handsome. It's not that I'm not good at order. No, Everybody yeah. can find somebody. <laughs> but the idea funny. that this person is eyeballing me or for some reason making some overt action, mm-hmm. I'm looking over my shoulder. And it's going to be one of two things. Either she's talking to somebody else or it's a setup. Uh-huh. Well, how do you know that she doesn't, you know, of course, we know that you are, you, you do, nobody knows what you look like except me and your Nobody family. needs to know what I look like. They don't need to know what you look like. However, let's What does my it, integrity have to do with what my appearance is? No, I, well, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. But now you meet, now I lost my train of thought. If they were going to make a movie about me, yeah. it's funny because I was talking about this with another detective. I like that idea. I think they should. I would I would choose Sam Elliott, maybe Tom Selleck, <laughs> but one of those two. I agree. I think one of I those. I absolutely think so. I think those are, those are the two guys who should play me. No Brad Pitts, none of these. Uh, um, you know, not not my thing. No, not no. Matt Damon. It's got to huh? be. Oh hell no. <laughs> hell no. I'm sorry. I loved the um, the trilogy. The uh, what? Uh, oh, how could I? The Bourne. Yes, the Bourne trilogy. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That was okay, but no. No? You just think it was okay? Maybe. Maybe Robert Conrad in the day. Oh, 
Robert Conrad. <laughs> oh my gosh, a name from the, the real past. There, he's got a show now too, someplace. He does. Yeah. Really. He, so he's still walking around and doing. And His hair is white, but uh, he's he's still the same well, guy. He was a very handsome man. Oh yeah. And so the original that, Jim West. Yes. The original Jim West. Yes. Okay. There's probably people, some people out there don't know who we're talking about, but that's all right. The predecessor to Will West. Smith. <laughs> yeah, wild, yeah, there you go. Wild, wild west. What a great show that was. I love that show. I don't know if anybody, you know, I know a lot of people did love that show. And it was a good one. Um, so, okay, now that we've moved totally away from whatever we were talking about, which is fine. Well, we're talking about power. We're talking power about and sex. power. Power and sex. Isn't that, isn't that the truth? And it really does bring out sometimes the worst in us, but sometimes it can bring out the best in us. Um, I also feel that, you know, when we do see... Um, people breaking up or whatever, you know, because of the power and riches, it's probably best that they do <laughs> because now the, the other, whether it's, a, whether it's the wife or the husband, the other can go off and, you know, find a life of their own. Well, it's funny. There was a, uh, there's a celebrity. I mean, he's not a big celebrity, but I mean, he's a, a celebrity uh, by the name of Ben Stein. And Ben Stein oh, used yes. to be involved with politics, and he was involved in this and that. He was yes. married to a, to a to a to a beautiful woman. Uh, they had problems. They got separated. They both lived their lives for years separate, and then got remarried, and they're still together. Ah, now there's the exception to the rule. Mm-hmm. Well, that could be. Well, it all goes back to something that we keep continuing to talk about. And by the way, let me remind you, I have a book out there. It's called Don't Get Married, Get a Five-Year Contract. It's on Amazon.com because I do not believe in marriage, even though, and George is very happily married, and we do know, I do believe in marriage. I know you do. Just I not for everybody. Do. Exactly. But I do believe that we can definitely move away from marriage because you'd still choose to be with her, George, even if you didn't have the marriage, even if you weren't married. (laughs) If there wasn't marriage, you'd still be with her. That's what I'm trying to say. I want to get rid of the ceremony. We don't need it. I want to see people contract. You're going to put people out of work. No, I'm not, because there's so much they can do. It's like a crime scene cleanup crew. No. You can't live without them. (laughs) No, but right now, let's take a few deep breaths and have some few sips of tea and honey, and we'll return with more goodies. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Visit LoriJ.com to find out more about Lori J and her services as a psychic intuitive reader and past lives channel. Be sure to pick up Lori J's book, Don't Get Married, Get a Five-Year Contract, available on Amazon.com. With cheating and the divorce rate so high, why not look at commitment and marriage from a different point of view? You'll view relationships in a whole new light, one that you've probably never thought of before. Don't Get Married, Get a Five-Year Contract. Find out more at LoriJ.com. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. 
Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Contract for Love. To reach Lori J. or her guest, please call toll-free 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to LoriJ at LoriJ.com. Now, back to Contract for Love. We're with George E. from GE Investigations. And he has his business in Arizona and California. And he does cases all around the world. So, you need a good private, my own private dick is George. But if you need one, you can you can have George too. <laughs> I love this. There's I enough to this. go around. There's so yes. How how true. Oh gosh. What is that not the greatest voice people? Okay, George has got the greatest voice. All right, let's get back to the show. I want you to call us at 866-472-5795. George is here to answer any of your questions and so am I. And you'll get both of our opinions. So we can help you, whether it's love, divorce, cheating, I don't know, anything in your relationship. Call us. We want to hear from you. Also, especially if you are in an affair, give us a call. We want to hear from you. Anonymously. Anonymously. Absolutely. Speak anonymously. We love it. Okay, George, I have some questions for you. Sure. Okay. Um, I want to bring you back to something that I talked about in the beginning, and that was... How? What are the ways that people can cheat? Well, I mean, there's different ways of cheating as far as the relationship goes. But with that said, um, you have mental cheating, and that's where somebody's just sitting there thinking about somebody else all day, wasting all that time and energy instead of taking care of their own. You have situations where people are spending literally half their work day on Facebook, Twitter, or, or some, porn. some other, or porn, mm-hmm. or some other kind of social media, and they're connecting with uh, high school sweethearts or some guy or some girl online uh, who's pretending to be whatever. And that's mm-hmm. the thing. You know, you're taking this for face value that this person is who you think they are, because on the internet, everybody's perfect. Oh my gosh. They have the perfect yeah. face, the perfect body, the perfect size. Everything is everything is wonderful on the internet. Yeah. And you can talk and you don't know who you're talking to and you That's can it. say all the things you want to say. It is the downfall of relationships, not just marriages, relationships in general. Because in your mind, everybody's perfect. Mm-hmm. Then you have that harsh reality. There was a situation that occurred in New York State, upstate New York. Yeah. There was a young girl. She was 16 years old. She was online. She hooked up with some guy. Uh, um, this guy fell in love with her, head over heels, no question. And yeah. he was 18, uh, didn't know she was 18, uh, ended up, uh, uh, her grandparents, her parents had died. She was staying with her grandparents. They went away um, for a weekend for something or other, and she invited him over. So he comes over and he sees her, and she wasn't exactly 
what he expected. She was mm -hmm. a little plumper mm -hmm. uh, than than uh, the photos. Yes, we are. And of course, we're, <laughs> oh no, 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 yeah, but you've got it in the right places. Oh, thank okay. you. Okay, <laughs> this the, the situation is is that he sent she sent him a picture of of herself, but different. Mm -hmm. uh, so when he shows up, automatically there's a shattering. Oh. Now here's the mind breaking. Oh. Then he finds out that she's 16, not 18. <gasps> He ends up bludging her to death <gasps> and then burnt down the house to try to hide the evidence. Oh, my gosh. Now, there's an ultimate example oh, of that is the online ultimate. love going wrong. That went wrong. On the other hand, you know, you have individuals who meet through a, a, a bulletin board or they meet through some, um, uh, some website that's related to an interest. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, you know, they become friends, online friends, which yeah. to me is not real. Uh, and then eventually they do meet in real life. They do like each other and they get married. That yeah. does happen. Very, very rarely. rarely very but it rarely. does happen. Yeah. But we, you have to really, you know, there has to come a time when you, you if, you're, if you are chatting on internet, you know, on the internet, you really have to be careful. And you also have to make sure that when you meet, you meet in a public place, that kind of thing. So well, I would do even things. more than that. Public, okay. Let's say, for example, you and I met online. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm Dick. You're Jane. Okay. All right. We decide we're going to meet up. Okay. Now, I think I'm better looking than George Siegel, but that's another story. Okay? Okay. So we're going to go down that path. We end up meet, agreeing we're going to meet at Tempe Marketplace. Okay. And we're going to meet outside of uh, the ciabatta or whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. You show up and you're waiting. Yeah. And you're waiting. And you're waiting. And I never show, but okay. I do. You did. You and I'm just, watching. You're watching. Oh, a stalker? Then you go, <gasps> how would you know? Oh, my gosh. That's awful. Next thing you know, you go back to your car. He <gasps> follows you. You go home. That night, there's a break-in. You end up getting raped. <gasps> Happens all the time. Really? Yes, it does. Oh, that's awful. That's where meeting somebody online, first, do but a background check. But, oh. And not through these, these crappy online uh, uh, things that are not done through licensed investigators. I'm talking about contact a real investigator, a licensed investigator, okay. and have them do a background check, not a Google search. Mm -hmm. Because you'll be surprised how many people you'll find with the same name. Yeah, now, that's true. when you watch these shows, they like to tell you, oh, I'm going to check out my plumber, and my plumber is, has been convicted of a sex crime. Well, maybe he has, maybe he hasn't. What if his name is so common that there's a thousand of him? Yeah. My process server in Florida was a Cuban mm -hmm. who had a generic name. Okay. But yet, well, we're coming to a break. No, we're not. We're not? Oh, no. okay, I'm sorry. No. That's all right. Keep uh, going. i got to clean that screen. I <laughs> so anyway, so... Uh, let me go. Uh, basically, what ended up happening is this guy uh, was a process server for years. Mm -hmm. Nice guy. He was Cuban. Uh, and I mentioned that for a reason. Mm -hmm. uh, one day, he goes in to get his fingerprints redone for renewal of his license. Mm -hmm. So you have to go through your background check again and this and that. So uh, this was Metro Date, or now they're Miami Date, but in those days it was Metro. So he goes into Metro, and he does his fingerprint cards. And next thing you know, the deputy comes up and says, hey, um, we need you to come in the back and do it again. Uh, something happened. The prints didn't go through. So he's like, oh, oh okay. He walks, mm. he walks into the back. They lock him in the room. <gasps> <laughs> and they're like, uh, FBI's coming to see you. Uh, and he's like, for what? Yeah. Uh, bank robbery. <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> there was a guy who had the exact same name, almost similar appearance, same height. The guy was 6'2". Okay. The difference is, is they had no photo on file other than the, um, we'll call it the... Uh, 
uh, fuzzy, fuzzy video from the bank robbery. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. And it turned out that he had escaped custody before they had a chance to process him. Oh. So when they ran the name and they ran uh, the information, it, even though they didn't have prints on them, mm -hmm. they thought that this is the guy that was the uh, person of interest for uh, a bank robbery out of, uh, I want to say it was Michigan. Oh. So FBI ended up wiring down a photo, and it turned out it wasn't him. But now for the rest of his life, because of that situation, he has to carry around a case number that if oh. he ever gets questioned again, he can tell them to contact this agent, and this agent will correct the fact that this is not him. Because it turned out the other guy was Dominican. Oh. Well, all right. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get back to this because well that's the importance we, of the background check yeah but you know you sometimes even if you meet somebody out or on you know um, how are you how would you tell us to meet people then how do you meet people what do you mean because anybody you meet I mean what if I you know okay I walk into you in 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 uh, somewhere we're at a party or something I don't really know you. And so the next thing I know, you you ask me out. How do I know, even from that, that you're not this horrendous person that, okay, okay. how do I know that? You have to understand something. People okay. have not changed. If you were to read Socrates, okay, mm -hmm. if you were to read Socrates mm -hmm. 2,500 years ago, mm -hmm. he this will tell doing you. It. Yeah. He will tell you how children are insolent. They listen to crazy music. Yes, I they do. do weird things. I'm I sorry, love that. I that love that. Yes, it is. To, I okay. love that. Statement. People have yeah, not changed. Like no. What has changed is information, how they view it, and of course the psychosis, the uh, the psychosis that comes with it. Mm -hmm. And by psychosis, I'm talking about the altered state that happens where you start thinking about things that you normally don't think about. Okay. Baggage. Mm -hmm. Baggage has gotten worse. And the situation today is that we have more and more problems with people mentally. And there's, as far as I'm concerned, this country does not do enough. The world does not do enough no, for don't. mental illness. I, they don't. But with, with that, that said, the situation is, is when you meet somebody like a Bundy, how would you know? You don't know. That he's broken. You don't know. Background check. Look at all the, pe the, the poor victims of him. I mean, they don't. You don't know. And so that's what I'm saying to you. And I understand that there's, you know, you. I would say this: if you, I don't know, if you meet somebody, I can't imagine everybody that I would want to go out with. That I, I, was it realistic to think that I would call and have him totally looked no. out? This is only a person who you've decided to go to the next step. If you're talking to somebody, who cares who they are? Yeah. I mean, if you don't give up in personal information, mm -hmm. you don't tell them where you live. Mm -hmm. You don't tell them certain things. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying don't tell them you you don't you know that you live in uh, in Phoenix or mm -hmm. you live in L.A. or you mm -hmm. live in Orange County. That that's not the point. Mm -hmm. The thing is, though, why would you give your address to somebody you don't know? Well, I wouldn't. Well, but people do it every day. But and the thing is, is too, um, you know. And I'm just trying to be the devil's advocate here. Okay. Okay. The thing too is, even if you meet somebody in, you know, or you think you're going to meet somebody out at Tempe Marketplace, and we're just picking on Tempe Marketplace people, not. <laughs> well, no, you know, it's we're, a nice we're not. Well, yeah, it's a very nice place. We're not picking on. We just most people know it's a large. Well, predators area. are going to go to nice and places. So, absolutely. And the thing is, is that you don't know if somebody's watching you anyway. That's right. And actually, how they, you know, how they can just stay behind you in traffic or whatever, you don't know. that. Oh, God, it gives me the creeps. 
Listen, ah, that really gives me the creeps. You've got police officers getting in trouble, which which is a, a bad thing. But I mean, you've got mm. police officers getting in trouble because they've pulled somebody over for some traffic offense, or they've created a traffic offense. Mm-hmm. Okay, and this is not an assault on police officers. Most of my friends are police officers, mm-hmm. but you have police officers out there, or people in authority, again mm-hmm. acting people under color authority. of authority. Yeah. Okay. Who, for example, there was a Scottsdale officer who pulled over women on in Old Town. And he would tell them, if you don't blow me or if you don't uh, show me your breasts, I'm going to arrest you for DUI. Oh, jeez. He was charged. He ended up quitting the job in order to avoid uh, any further investigation. And, I mean, these kind of things happen. There was that issue with that Chandler department. It's not that there's a problem with Chandler. It's not that there's a No, a it's the people. It's the person. It's, it's the, the individual. People. We're not talking about the location. But it's that's the, the point. Yeah. Everything that you look at, look, whether it be Facebook, whether it be Twitter, whether it be Instagram, whatever it is, all of these social media things are nice for people who want to mm-hmm. have interaction with people they normally would not meet. Okay. How many times have you met somebody from Beijing? How many times have you met somebody from Sydney? How many times have you met somebody from, from Paris or London or whatever? This is a great way to interact with people. Mm-hmm. But to just sit there and believe that everything, everything that's been typed that it is true, that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. No, there's so many scams on those those, um, you know, sites. And you have to be very careful because there are scams and you have to watch out, especially women and older women will get lots of, you know, strange emails. Oh, you got from, cougars now. Yeah, you got cougars. You know, I mean, they're but, going out and put themselves out there and, you know, they've got the ex's money or they have their own money or whatever and they're going after this younger people. And, you know, if that's what they want, I think it's rather pathetic, but I mean, it's, it's their business, but the reality of it is what if they pick up this one guy in the bar, Mm -hmm. they, they meet this guy online or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden this guy ends up hurting them. Well, now again, it's the chance. These are the chances we're all taking out there. But that's why scary when you've taken it to the point where you want to bring them home. Yes. You should do a background check. Now, background check is not something comprehensive is not something that you're going to know everything there is to know about somebody because the only thing you're going to find is what's been reported. If okay. I pick somebody up but last night and I reported, killed them. But if it's been reported. Oh, hold on. Okay. Okay. I pick up somebody last night and I killed him. <laughs> and now I go back online and I find somebody else today. Oh, that no. body hasn't been found yet and there's no tie to me. Okay. This is why when police officers do traffic stops, they get very aggressive. And people are like, hey, man, it's just a speeding ticket. Okay, most police officers die every year in routine traffic stops because when you pull over that car for that minor vehicle offense, you have no idea whose body is in the trunk. Oh, my. Oh, my. This is the problem. Okay. Okay. This does not excuse our professionalism. Now that I'm scared out of my mind... Thank you. Well, the point but is... But this is to, isn't extreme, isn't if, it? If you're not scared, you're not paying attention. <laughs> okay. No, no, it's not a point of being paranoid. It's not yeah. a point of don't go out. It doesn't mean don't go to places you like to go. Mm-hmm. It just means be aware of your surrounding. Okay. I'm an NRA instructor for refuse to be a victim. Okay. And one of the things I tell people is you just be aware of your surroundings. Never assume that everybody's your friend. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean don't be polite. Doesn't mean don't be nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I happen not to be. But I mean, <laughs> you know, you are. But that doesn't necessarily mean you won't become a victim. But just because you are nice or aren't nice doesn't mean you won't be a victim. What mm-hmm. if somebody selects you because you you were brash or because you were what they considered belligerent or impolite? Mm-hmm. Baggage. Yeah. So wow. you watch people. When you watch people, you'll see all the little idiosyncrasies that may give you a tip that they have a problem. 
That's an that's excellent, and you know, that also brings us back to something I want to talk about, and that's the indicators of cheaters. And not only you know because let's go let's get a little bit more specific about people in relationships. What are those indicators of of cheaters? We'll break down the indicators into two parts. We'll do okay. the first part first, which is what are things to look for. Let's say, for example, your spouse, your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, girlfriend, 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 boyfriend, boyfriend, whatever, <laughs> doesn't allow you to look at their phone. Not that you should have a reason to look at their phone. Well, it's privacy, though. I believe that privacy no, from I what? believe nobody Bullshit. should. Aww, Bullshit. Come on. Okay, if you don't have pictures there that you don't want somebody to see. No, no, no not the pictures. I mean, it, it, the thing is, is oh, that not I, the pictures. No, I, no, I so feel you're, you're okay no. with the pictures. I'm anything. No, no, no. Hold on. You've got a boyfriend. Yeah. And you look at his pictures and he's got naked pictures of look somebody. At, I don't want to look at his phone. Why? I know because it's a privacy issue. What privacy? A person has the right to the to privacy. I know we don't have it anywhere. Okay. Well, no, no, no. But I feel no, no, like no, no. we no, no, can't no, no, no. have We're not it. talking about violation of privacy. We're talking about the fact that you've decided that this person is so good, so valuable, so important, you're going to share their life, but yet you won't let them see your phone. Oh, okay. Well, that's another okay. That's another story. But I think that the person needs to if you're curious, you should ask. Oh, no, no. I'm not saying, okay. Uh, all right. Let me, let me clarify. Okay. I'm not saying that you have the right to grab somebody else's phone and just look through it. Okay. What I'm saying is you have individuals, let's say, for example, you're with your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, whoever, mm-hmm. okay? And the phone rings. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden they're like, oh, I, I got to take this. And they walk away. Ah. Well, yeah, that's a great indicator. I believe that's a, you know, I think it's those things. That you need to really look for more than trying to spy. Usually, women or the partner won't start spying on phones until they start to feel that indication like that, like they're going off in a corner to look at their phone all the time. I know we have a break coming up, but I mean, after the break, I want you to ask me about those kind of things. That's That's another question to bring up that we can go into about, we have a thing called need to know. And basically, or forensics. And what we can do is we can look at somebody's phone and see whether or not there's spyware on it, whether or not they've deleted texts, this kind of thing. I mean, I don't believe that the person who created the cell phone camera ever pictured that you're going to be taking pictures of your private areas with it. I mean, that's rather pathetic. Not to mention these people on Instagram and everywhere else where every two seconds they're standing in front of a a mirror taking pictures of themselves. How pathetic are you? (laughs) You would think that I don't they, care how <laughs> muscular, I don't care how good looking, I yeah. don't care how big breast you are. I don't get honestly, how many pictures a day do you need of yourself? Yeah. How needy, how how screwed up are you? How low is your value that you need to take all these these sexual innuendo pictures of yourself and share them with the world? Exactly. That just I mean, how pathetic can you be? Yeah. <laughs> But I'm just guessing. <laughs> You're just guessing. I love this. I love this. I want to remind everybody that you can call us at 866-472-5795. And George, quick, how can we find you? You can visit on the web or stalk me on the web at <laughs> geinvestigations.com. Because you don't want to be caught anywhere without getting somebody checked out. Oh, I won't get caught. <laughs> I know the secrets. (laughs) I like that, too. And when we take our deep breaths and have a few more sips of tea and honey, we're going to come back and let George go wild with some of the things he knows.
invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Visit LoriJ.com to find out more about Lori J and her services as a psychic intuitive reader and past lives channel. Be sure to pick up Lori J's book, Don't Get Married, Get a Five-Year Contract, available on Amazon.com. With cheating and the divorce rate so high, why not look at commitment and marriage from a different point of view? You'll view relationships in a whole new light, one that you've probably never thought of before. Don't get married, get a five-year contract. Find out more at LoriJ.com. Are you someone who strives to accelerate your spiritual growth? Living authentically? Everyone wishes they had a pipeline to higher wisdom to help them understand their life and manifest a new point of view. Join Holly and Paul Marwood, who will serve as your guides on Soul Genesis. They will share inspired guidance from the High Council of Orion, which can turn your questions into answers and your problems into solutions. Tune into Soul Genesis, live every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to Contract for Love. To reach Lori J. or her guest, please call toll-free 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Lori J. at LoriJ.com. Now, back to Contract for Love. Good afternoon, Lori J. here with Georgie from GE Investigations. And they investigate all of Arizona, California, and I feel they probably know the entire world by this point. So, George, welcome again. And now, we've been having some great conversation here. So, tell me, we were talking a little bit about phones and stuff before the break. What are the techniques to find out how things have been deleted from phones? Because we keep thinking everything is safe. You know, if you delete, 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 everything is fine. You don't have to worry about it. Well, you, you got to keep in mind that a, a, a mobile device or telephone, cell phone, smartphone, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. is really nothing more than a computer. Mm-hmm. The computer never gets rid of anything that you do. Yeah. If you take a USB, let's say you have 100 USBs mm-hmm. of the exact same flash drives, and you plug them into the computer, every time you plug in that, that flash drive for the first time, it's going to go through that whole setup wizard because each one has its own unique ID. 20 years from now, you come back and that computer is still running, Good luck. All right? You'll yeah. be surprised. You'll plug it back in. It'll remember it. Almost like, hey, how you been? Yeah. You can go wow. back into the architecture of the computer, and you can find that ID. You can find when it was accessed, what what uh, programs were accessed, everything. Mm-hmm. We can do the same thing with cell phones. Now, there's full forensics, which is very complicated and more involved. But there are simple ways of doing what we call a G investigations need to know. Ah. And that's where, let's say, for example, you know, you, you know that your husband or your wife or your mm. significant other has done something stupid mm-hmm. and you just want to find the proof. Okay. All right. You may go ahead and say, hey, I need to find out whether or not there's something here. Yeah. We can run in there and we can take a look because basically what's going on is when you delete a photo, when mm-hmm. you delete a text, mm-hmm. you really have not. What you've done is by pushing that button and selecting that indicator, you've told it to put a bunch of hash marks in front of the file name or that file in order to go ahead and hide it from the general directory. 
eventually it'll be overwritten and destroyed unless you're running a, a security program. But what'll end up happening is it'll just sit there quietly waiting to be overwritten. Imagine having a parking spot where you take chalk and you color in the parking spot. Okay. Every time you pull in with your car and yeah. you drive over it, the tires are going to take away some of the chalk. That's the data. Oh. Eventually, oh, it's okay. wiped, it washes it away. Okay. And that's basically what you're doing. So you can go into somebody, like somebody can call you, and if they have a computer at home and they want to know what might be deleted from it um, because of their suspicions, yes. you can go in because you have the that person's... Okay, right, well, to go in and do this? Well, the, so, uh, the software, what the forensic software we use is designed for that. It mm -hmm. goes in and it, it makes sure that timestamps uh, time don't get changed, file don't get changed, access points don't get changed. I mean, it's it's basically a back door, but okay. that's what it's designed for. Okay. It's a, it's a law enforcement tool. Okay. But the idea of what you're doing now will depend on the situation. So, yeah. for example, let's say uh, let's say you're married and your, your husband and, uh, and wife are both on the bill. She has a right to take the phone and go ahead and, and have it checked out. Now, if he decides he's going to password protect it and he's going to hide it and do this and that, that changes the situation because now you have to break a code in order to get in there. We can do that. If, we, if it was necessary, uh, normally you would do it either with a court order or there might be something else involved. Mm -hmm. uh, but let's say, for example, everybody's on the phone. Yeah. Okay. It's, a, it's a general phone. There's no yeah. lock. There's no nothing. You can go ahead and plug in. We'll go ahead and image the drive of the phone or mm -hmm. image the, 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 the flash drive and flash memory, wow. which is basically the, the memory of the phone. Uh, iPhones are different. Now, iPhones are basically a computer with a micro hard drive in them. It actually has a spinning little platter. Ah, just like your computer does. So those we treat completely differently. But the idea of that you have a phone, or, or better yet, this is more common. Um, let's say, for example, you have an old phone. Yeah. Because everybody's upgrading now. Yeah. So you have that old phone. It's been discarded. There's no protection to a discarded phone. That's why when you see all these things where they're telling you, oh, yeah, trade in your phone. We'll give you 100 bucks. Is your privacy worth $100? Really? Oh, Yes. How do you know what they're going to do with it? You know, you don't. And, and unfortunately, I just brought a tower in and had it recycled. And I'm praying that they do. Did you take out the hard drive? No, I don't know how to take out a hard drive. Okay. But they, they are supposed to do that. Well, there's three how do things. I know? I don't know that. There's, there's three things you have to be concerned about with these devices. One uh. is if they have a hard drive, you want to remove the hard drive. Yeah, well, I didn't do that. And the only way to really protect yourself is you have to destroy the drive. You have to open it up, pull the platters out, and break them. So this way, the information cannot be restored. The second thing is they have internal memory. Memory holds on to stuff. Now, there's two types of memory. There's physical memory and there's volatile memory. Volatile memory is only alive as long as the computer or the, the device is powered on. As soon as the battery dies, that stuff is gone. Picture it, a mist in the air. Mm -hmm. As soon as it evaporates, it's gone. But the stuff that's on, the memory chip itself, can be retrieved. And then, of course... There's also internal chips that are on the board themselves, which hold memory and move it along. Those are other places that the information can be recovered from. Mm. And even more so, one thing that everybody recycles every couple of years, usually they, they only last about that long, are printers. Printers have internal memory. They hold on to memory in order to print the documents for That's you. That's right. The big thing nowadays is when you're getting rid of printers is you will get thieves, identity thieves, whatever, come and grab the printer, and they grab them, and they rip them apart just to take the memory chip so they can recover wow. the data that's on them. Wow. Oh, there's all that kinds of things. That is so scary. But 
for the for the, like yesterday, I had a phone call from a woman. She's gotten a problem with her with her husband. He's cheated before. Okay. Uh, she feels that something's going on, and she has two old phones. Okay. They've been laying around the house for years, and for whatever reason, since she can't access the the one he's using now, she wants to see whether or not there's anything there. So basically, she contacted us and said, "Hey, you know, I'd like to see about having these these phones checked." You know, and I mean, you're going to go through the procedure and, uh, you know, we give them a nice flat rate because those things we can do a lot more for you, uh-huh. uh, much less expensive than standard forensics that you would use in a criminal case. Okay. Then again, you do that badly and your whole case can go out the window. Ooh. Look at Casey Anthony. I mean, they, they blew that thing out their ass. I mean, that whole thing was done badly. No. They had so much evidence. And I mean, they basically destroyed it because they didn't follow protocols. That's the difference between need to know and that's the difference between forensically getting that information together. But for every day need to know where you just want to know and see about finding a pick or this and that, you'd be surprised what you find. We had that individual who was a a driver. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's right. Okay. The company fired him because of of things that he was doing, Mm. basically morals uh, situation. But when they looked at their phone, they wanted to see, hey, you know, what's on here? So we checked it for them, and we found 1,800 pages of pornography, of, of all kinds of photos, everything from sexual acts to, to, I mean, websites that were visited. And, I mean, this guy spent all day on Craigslist personal ads and uh, on, uh, on uh, there's actually a, a Facebook uh, porn page, uh, not Facebook per se, but it is that name, uh, but not associated. And you have all these kind of things out there. Wow. Okay, I've got a question. Um, how do you find money that somebody's been hiding? You're talking about assets. Assets. Okay. There's two ways of finding money. One is to actually follow the person and they lead you to it, mm-hmm. which is very time-consuming and not always easy. Yeah. Uh, the second way is to try to find, because there's always a paper trail. Very mm-hmm. rarely do people walk around with everything they own. Yes. And then you have to break that down. That can be very time-consuming and mm-hmm. be very expensive. You have mm-hmm. to watch their patterns and see whether or not they've got it in their name or they're hiding it in somebody else's name, which is very common. They'll find a family member and move it over there to keep it from your grasp. Uh, they could be storing it in other countries. In some countries, they don't even require your name. There's basically an ID. They just give you a number? They just give you a number. Wow. Okay. And because that happens a lot when, when couples break up, you know, the, well, the more wife aff- or the husband. More affluent know, people, yes. Yeah, they're looking for the assets of the other person. Oh, yes. And that can become, or there are also the stories of the people or the women who, uh, those are the ones I've heard of, of the women that have found that after their husband leaves them, that they he had all these accounts, he had houses other places. You know, I just, I, it just boggles my mind that people can just go and do this. How do they do this? I mean, you go into the bank to open up an account. You got to show them everything, but you know, you know everything. And I'm sitting here going, "How do people do that? Privacy how do they get away?" Well, I don't know. It seems like they want well, no, my information. If he has their name on it, well, mm-hmm. no, no. What again? If you, if only one person's name is on it, the bank mm-hmm. has no obligation to tell you about it. Mm-hmm. Not unless they're compelled to by a court order. Okay. So, in other words, if you let's say, for example, you, both of you and your husband dealt with the same bank, okay, but he had a separate account mm-hmm. individually. Unless you went to the teller and there's a problem and you're talking, and they say, "Well, which account are you talking about?" Well, what do you mean? I only have yeah, one account. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, now that's, that's a faux pas right yeah, there. You, you yeah. got lucky. Yeah. All right, but that's no. that's basically what an investigator does. He he goes through all these different steps, or she goes through the steps in order to find these things. Yeah. 
because there's only so much you can do. Yeah. Very few people hide their money in the in the mattress anymore. Mm-hmm. Years ago, you used to be able to go out and get yourself these uh, pay-as-you-go cards. Yes. You know? Nowadays, they want ID for it because people, That's drug dealers, do. were paying their people yeah. using these cards. So there was no transportation of money. Yeah. Less chance that it'll be caught going across the border. Now all they have to do is wire money into an account. You've got a plastic card. Bang, you've got your cash. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So that's that's a really tough one, isn't it? Yeah. That's a tough one. Well, let's get back to uh, cheating and deceit. (laughs) (laughs) The sin. And (laughs) the thing is, and I know we disagree on this, but so – so this way, just so that we can cover this one thing, we'll get back to that next week, is how do you spot a cheater? In other words, you have, you're out on the street. How do you know? I mean, it, can you spot a cheater even though this is not your case? In other words, like you're just because of your observation skills. How do you know that that person, when you look at them, might be, you know, the cheating type or the cheating person every situation is different mm-hmm. so through experience through seeing things over and over and over you're going to spot things we'll call it the the sherlock holmes deductionist mentality okay you know you're going to put together a couple of different things and they make sense that this is what it means mm-hmm. um an action by itself doesn't mean anything yeah. if i was to see a man walking down the street holding a woman's hand i can make the assumption mm-hmm. that it's his wife or Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a, a girlfriend or whatever. But what do I have that to base it on? Yeah, that's just, an, yeah. Right. I mean, they could yeah. be brother and sister and they're right. holding hands just because they're talking about a personal matter. They could be talking about their mother who's sick in the hospital. Yeah. By itself, it means themselves. nothing. Yeah. The minute you see them getting more personal, now you can say, okay, there's a relationship. There's number two. Mm-hmm. And then you start adding those things and then you deduce mm-hmm. that this is what's going on. It could be wrong yeah. because they could be another variable. They could be 16 variables, uh, okay, that, that will tell you the answer. But certain things to look for, for example, secrecy. If the person uh, is, uh, is not allowing you to, to see really minor things in the, in their life. They're mm-hmm. very cautious about every single communication. Uh, they're constantly getting texts in the middle of the night, but their job doesn't require it. Uh, it's simple things like this that happen. Yeah. So basically you want to look for things like that. But I've had situations where I carry multiple electronic devices and I've had somebody one time, I was just at the airport and mm-hmm. somebody says, oh, you got two phones. Uh, what do you got, a girlfriend on the side? Ah. <laughs> I said, no, I'm just an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Good. But I mean, it's stuff that's out of the norm. Yeah. Yeah. But people do notice that, don't they? Yes, they do. And I know when I'm walking around, I, 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 I love observing people. I think it's great. People watching is one of those things that I really enjoy doing. because, And so many times you just, you just get it. You just know it. So you're the stalker. I, no, I'm not stalking anybody. Oh, you're worse. You're the watcher. Yeah, I'm the watcher. You're the watcher. I'm you're the, the watcher. You're the one who hangs out in the back of the park and just watches. <laughs> I love it. That's sick. Yeah, can you see that? Can you see me doing that, really? Yeah. See the Italian woman in the back of the park? <laughs> She's trouble. I, I am trouble. I am trouble. We do know that. You want a mozzarella stick? <laughs> oh, you're so bad. Where's you're the dipping sauce? So bad. Uh-huh. Okay, you see, my mind's working the same way yours is now. This is really sad. <laughs> well, 
it takes time to be tuned to this level of expertise. Yeah. <laughs> well, we both put in our time and definitely have done a lot. You've done a hell of a lot of research, and I have too. So, um, you know, don't forget people. GE investigations, if you need something, if you need some work done, this is the place to go. And they are on the web. They're on the internet. And if they mention the show, they get 10% off. Wow. Did you hear that? You get 10% off if you mention Contract for Love with Lori J and George E. Well, I want to thank everybody for being here. George, thank you again. You're coming back next week. Oh, thanks for bringing me. Yeah. Please, people, tell your friends. Come talk to us at 866-472-5795. But more importantly, for right now, I just want to say that we are all the imperfect, perfect piece of the perfect puzzle. And you have a wonderful week and come back and listen next week. George has so many things to share with us. Going to get down to the nitty-gritty again. So come back and see us. We appreciate you and we love you. So come back to Contract for Love. Thanks for tuning in to Contract for Love. Be sure to join Lori J. next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave channel. We'll talk more next week.